This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Late Boomers, our podcast guide to creating your third act with style, power, and impact. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Join us as we bring you conversations with successful entrepreneurs, entertainers, and people with vision who are making a difference in the world. Everyone has a story, and we'll take you along for the ride on each interview, recounting the journey our guests have taken to get where they are, inspiring you to create your own path to success. Let's get started. Welcome to the first season of Late Boomers. I am Kathy Worthington. And I am Mary Elkins, and we'll be getting to know you in the months to come and hope you'll tune in often to hear our take on events. And fun people and places and interviews with people who are stars in their own fields. Today we have as our very special guest, Kate Linder, star of The Young and the Restless on CBS for the past 38 years, portraying Esther Valentine. She's also an entrepreneur and philanthropist, and one of the few daytime celebrities to have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Plus, she's had a busy film career, too. Let's bring her into the conversation. Kate, after The Young and Restless shut down in the first months of the pandemic, we hear you've started back filming again. What was your first day like? Well, uh, Actually, this was my first day, but first of all, I just want to say hello to you guys and to everyone out there, and thank everybody for listening. Um, yes, this was uh, my, my first day. Uh, this is very interesting because um, you, we have to do social distancing, and you have to wear masks, and um, when you're not actually on camera, so that means when you're rehearsing and when they're blocking the scenes, and um, and when they do the the dress rehearsal right before you're always you're in mass and you you know you have to walk a certain way you can't go near the crew you can't go you know close to anyone and uh, so it, it's extremely challenging you can't um, you you can't be mic'd meaning you know you can't wear sometimes they mic us if, you know to get better sound so they have to block the scenes in order to use an overhead boom and um, so they're just they're doing all kinds of things um, in order to make it work I think they're doing an amazing job I know that they've worked really really hard to get this to all come together and um, and so that makes me really happy but <laughs> it's, it's really it's interesting do you wear your own clothes and do you do your own makeup well, yes, today that's what happened. I'll wear my own clothes and do our own makeup, get our makeup artists are uh, on another set watching and if they see something wrong, you know, they they call over to the stage managers, the stage manager, like today. I guess there was uh, something messed up on my lipstick, which I didn't know. So, um, and normally they would have caught that because they would have seen me right before and um so then they said hey kate you know fix your lipstick so uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and then of course you have your mask on 
right before. So they, and then when they go to tip, you have to take your mask off and half your lipstick's on your mask, for that matter. Oh, so yeah. you have to put your lipstick on again and again. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> it's a very, very interesting, very, very interesting. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> well, it's difficult yeah. too. Everybody's having yeah. to find a new normal. Yeah, definitely. And that's, you know, that's just the way it's going to be for a while. So we're just going to all have to get used to it because that's, that's it. <laughs> oh, How many episodes do you think you guys have done in the history of the show? Oh, my gosh. I know. Thousands. I mean, we're over 11,000 something now. Oh, um, wow. I've been on for over 38 years. On April 8th, it was my 38th anniversary. So Congratulations. Thanks. That's so, so I, exciting I, to I get to. I can't believe it because I, when I started, I was only supposed to be there for one day. <laughs> and I was hired for one day. And uh, so to think that here I am, you know, 38 years later, it's just. Tell us a little bit about how the show has, cha has changed from when you joined it. Like your character has also had uh, tremendous changes, right? Well, when I was first hired, um, I was the maid to the richest woman in town, uh, Jeannie Cooper, who played Mrs. Chancellor. And, um, and so actually getting the job too was really interesting because at, Tom Palmer was the uh, casting director at the time. He's, he has since passed away, but I went in on a general interview with him and he called me, well, first of all, I left him a tape of some of my work. And then his assistant, uh, Jill Newton, who ended up being the casting director um, later, she called and she said, hey, um, he's finished with your tape. And I said, already? She said, yeah, it was pretty weird because he usually doesn't do that. But when you left, he went right in and he looked at it. So I said, oh, okay, well, I'll be down in a couple of days. And she said, okay. Well, a couple of days, he called me later and he said, listen, I have this role. He said, it's really, really small. If you blink, you're going to miss it, but I'm looking for something else for you on the show. Cause usually if you um, do a small role like that on anything, that's it for you. Can't come back. As yeah. That's what we've heard of that many times. Right. So then I said, okay. And so here we are um, 30, over 38 years later. And uh, now I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> A man with a mask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like all of them, yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. I didn't have a name in the beginning. Uh, when the scripts would come down, uh, it would say made on on it. Like when I finished work that very first day and I, I walked, walked off and Ed Scott, who was our producer at the time, he's now uh, exec producer over at Bold and Beautiful, but he, he walked out and he, with me and he said, listen, are you available tomorrow? And I said, sure, <laughs> yeah, of course I am. Um, so uh, that's how it started. But then in the beginning, I didn't have a name. And then one day, um, Jeannie Cooper, who, uh, we were rehearsing our lines. And when we went to tape, she started calling me Esther. So fortunately, I responded and didn't go, who? Or what? <laughs> And, uh, and then the other actors uh, started, you know, calling me that and the writers started writing it and that's what happened. And then we had a, um, a national contest for my last name 
which was Valentine, and, and Bill Bell, who was my boss and amazing, amazing man. He was the exec and the creator. He and his wife, Lee Bell, um, were the creators of the show. And, and, um, and he came to me and said, okay, you know, you can have a choice of Valentine, Diamond, and then I think there was one other name. And I picked Valentine because um, I was married on Valentine's Day and I thought it would bring me good luck. Oh, it and it has, for yeah, sure. It, it has. And it's such a romantic thing, right? It's yeah. great. It's a romantic yeah. name, too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Oh, anyway. Were uh, your parents involved in, in show business or... Um, was that something you did all on your own? Yeah, no, no one in my family was. It's something I've always wanted. I always wanted it. I knew when I was little, uh, if you asked me, you know, what I wanted to be. I mean, I didn't want to be anything that other little girls want to be, like nurses or mothers or teachers or anything, flight attendants, anything. I, I, I just wanted to be an actress. So I kept telling my parents, this is what I'm going to do. And they went, oh boy. <laughs> so, you know, they figured out, figured that I, if I wanted it badly enough, you know, I would figure it out. It's, it's a really difficult business, as you know. It's not easy. Yeah. Yes. Um, how did you get so involved with many charities and mention what they are and how you started with any of them in particular? Well, I know I'm, you're a very big philanthropist and very involved. Well, I've always felt, you know, I'm so fortunate. Here I am doing something that I, I totally love. That's all I ever wanted to do. Um, and I, and, and I, 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 I just, this, this is so great. And so I, I had to give back. I wanted to give back as much as I could. And I, I remember I got a letter from um, someone, um, this woman, and it, was, it was, and it was from her sister, it was her sister actually. And she wrote me and she said, my sister's really ill and um, it's her birthday. Could you send uh, a picture? And by the time I got the letter, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, it's never gonna get to her in time. So these, this is, you know, the olden days, <laughs> I called information, right? <laughs> and, uh, and for her, and it got her phone number and called her and said, hi, um, this is Esther from Young and the Restless because I didn't think she would know who Kate Linda was. And uh, I said, I'm just calling to tell you happy birthday. Oh. And so she, um, she said, oh my goodness. And she said, you know, she told me that she was really ill. And I said, I knew that, but you know, she needed to hang in there. And well, we talked for a while and then her sister uh, wrote me afterwards and she said, you know, um, Afterwards, you know, the doctors couldn't believe it. I mean, she was doing so well. She did so much better. And um, unfortunately, she, she eventually passed away. But I was in contact with the family for years. I mean, I watched the kids grow up and, you know, ask them what they were doing and how they were. And, and, and then at that point, I just thought, you know what? If I can make one person feel, you know, better or... Uh, about, you know, that they care about the show or care, you know, I can make them smile or make them feel a little bit better than, then I have to do that. 
And um, so I started doing lots, lots of, uh, I would go to all kinds of appearances, uh, charity appearances. And then um, I became celebrity spokesperson for the ALS Association. Um, my brother-in-law had ALS and I, and uh, Roger Zaslow, who was, I uh, believe, uh, it's a guiding light, I think, um, he had ALS. And so I didn't know a whole lot about it. But then once I found out about it, I thought, I, I've got to do something. This is a horrific, disgusting, terrible disease. So that's what happened. And I became celebrity spokesperson and I do lots and lots of stuff for them. He, um, my brother-in-law did pass away, but he, I thought, you know what? I'm in here for the long haul. I'm in here until we find a cure. So I'm doing that. I'm, um, I do things for the lupus organization. I'm grand marshal of, of their walks. Uh, I've done uh, lots of things for uh, LA, for the mission. And I do three teas a year uh, for March of Dimes in Canada. And I bring up Young and the Restless People. And we, it's, it's been really great. I've uh, been doing that for 21 years and raised a lot of money. However, now, you know, all my teas, I was supposed to do one in um, April. And because of COVID, it was canceled. And now we've had to move all the others. The, the Toronto one is now... It's usually in December, but so we've moved that to May. And Vancouver is usually in now, in July. So, so we'll, it might have to wait a whole nother year. So we'll, we'll see. And, uh, but I just think it is so, so important to give back. So that's what I do. Absolutely. Uh, after 38 years as an actor and uh, doing wonderful things in the philanthropy field, you must have gained a lot of business expertise too. Tell our audience what goes into the management of such a long and fruitful and successful career and how you made the time to do it all. Well, you know, they call it show business for a reason. It's a business. It's the business of show. And you need to treat it as such. You need to treat that as a business. And so I continue to you know, and acting, it's a craft, you know, you, you have to, I still go to my classes, uh, my voice lessons, I started out as a dancer, singer, dancer, so a tap dancer and still do that. And, um, and you, you just have to, you have to keep doing that and, and keep, you know, treating it that way. And also I call it working the program, meaning that, you know, I just do, the best I can do, the best my ability and, and keep going. If you push for that end result, whatever that is, you just can push too hard and just push it all away. So I, I just think things come, you know, to you if you just keep working hard and you don't give up and you just, and you can't give up because there'll be people, oh my gosh, I, in the beginning, I went to, I graduated from San Francisco State and I, San Francisco and I had, um, I went to see a, um, an agent there in San Francisco trying to get an agent. And I started in the theater and he was looking at my stuff. And he said, you know, you, you just need to stick to the stage because, you know, TV and film, that's too close and you're not pretty enough. You need to just stick to the stage, what he said. So of course I uh, 
I was horrified, you know, I allowed myself one day to feel sorry for myself, you know, and then uh, I had to pick myself up the next day and go, okay, well, I'll show him. And, uh, and I was so honored uh, to receive a star uh, on the Walk of Fame. And, uh, and I really wanted that, I wanted to invite them. <laughs> you know, that, thought, and that is so rare for daytime performers yeah. Yeah. to be on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's a really wonderful thing. Why yeah. don't you tell everybody the the nearest address to your star oh, so people can I, go visit I, it? Yeah, it's 7021 Hollywood Boulevard. Not that I don't know. Yeah. Right. Not <laughs> I, that you know the number. Yeah, right. But and I have to go there periodically and make sure it's still there, you know. Uh, I can't believe it. But with all this, you know, hopefully people will be able to go out and be around at some point and go visit it. I'll be able to do that myself. Yeah. yeah. I know. I, I, I know. will go as one. Uh, hey, it's Mary. Hey. One of the things we thought was so interesting was that you did a USO tour. Or oh, more yeah, than one. Several, several. Years. Several. Yeah. Where did you go? And can you tell us about those? Did you? Well, I went to, uh, Afghanistan, Pakistan, all the stands. Uh, <laughs> went to uh, Guantanamo Bay, which was oh my gosh, that was amazing, <laughs> scary. Um, and uh, during Thanksgiving and. Uh, it, it was an amazing experience to be able to uh, to see everybody. And I was uh, at the DMZ, and you know, and you know, some of our service people, you know, coming up to me. Or one guy said, "Hey, can you talk to my wife?" And he called wife on the phone, you know, and he could say hello. And uh, it was just uh, an amazing experience, and um, I will never ever forget them and I've been so I've done actually I guess four is that four do some of the service people still correspond with you yeah there are people that go hey I saw you you know back in you know at, at um in in Korea or uh it, it was just the in Pakistan and everything it was you know it, it was crazy I mean it it was scary too. You you know here here you are and uh, it was it was after nine eleven, so yeah. it was um, it was a very interesting time. And now I wonder what it would be like now. Now is another interesting time. Yeah. For sure. Did you um did you actually when you went there did you stay on the base or did they have yeah. to fly you in? We did. We went from base to base. We. Uh, did uh, they did call them combat takeoff and landings where the uh, helicopter they would fly us to another place and the helicopters like they go around and around and up so I guess so the missiles have a hard time getting you. I'm thinking oh my god the interesting thing about that is that I had at that point I didn't even know that I had to do this but I guess it's in our contracts that you can't go uh, you know, where there's, you know, where, where it could be an act of war going on, you have to get permission to do that. So I had to get permission from the show, you know, that I, I could go. 
and they let me and it was uh were you the only one from your show who what? went yeah did you sing and dance or did you speak or what that one because uh, those they were more of a meet and greet where you um you know meet the, meet the people and um and sign autographs and talk to everyone and so we, we did that did you go with a large group of people or was it you no there were other people there were other uh, a few other actors james avery uh, went on one with him. He was he was great. He's such a good guy. And uh, so it was it was an experience that I will never forget. That's for sure. Yeah. And so many different places and completely different scenarios. I'm sure each one was completely different. Yeah. Guantanamo Bay was because we went into the prison. And oh. then, yeah. So there, and the things they were saying to me, I don't know what they were saying but i know it wasn't good <laughs> you know they're yelling at us i'm sure it wasn't uh nice what they were saying you know it was it was interesting but we were these were done you know at thanksgiving and um and and i'll never forget they came to me one day they said listen there's this woman she's at doing guard duty and she can't come into the meet and greet would you mind going you know to see her and i go no of course and so went there and she goes oh my god this is the best thanksgiving i've ever had and here she is you know not with her family or anything and and what she had to go through and i just said oh my goodness and uh uh just amazing amazing people amazing people that i met and and then I am still in touch with actually one of the people that from the army that 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 took us around that was uh you know one of the officers at the bases and I'm still in touch with his him and his family so yeah that's yeah. so fantastic yeah. I had the pleasure of working with you on the Super Bowl commercial yeah that, that was so and cool. that's how we met yeah. and wasn't that the best time on set? It was, and then it turned out to be an interactive commercial and people could go online and vote for how it came out. And, and you and I were voting for the one they didn't use, which had featured us more, right? And we were like, yeah, we were voting for the one that we were in a lot more of, but it was so fun. It was with Sophia Vergara. They should, yeah, but they still, they still aired, you know, a lot of people, we saw that commercial and you and I, we got to see it together. So yes, yeah. that was a fun Super Bowl for us. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. And hey, we wouldn't have met otherwise, you know, or you never know. So that's really cool. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. And yeah. we hear also that you did something really unusual. You drove in the Toyota oh. Grand Prix in Long Beach. Oh yeah, what was that like? Out of my mind. I, no, I, I um, so I had to go to a race car driving school, and um, and it was that was really something. So what it was, it was the twentieth anniversary of of the race, and so they invited all these people that former winners that had won the race, and then some of us that had never been in it, and and women and. And I was the first like daytime person. And, and so um, 
What kind of car did you drive? It's a Toyota, it's a Toyota Grand Prix. Oh, and, but a and, race car, right? Yeah, and so, on. oh my God. I, ne I never forget it because they, they teach you to hold your line, meaning you just look, you just go driving and you're looking straight ahead and you don't, it doesn't matter who's coming to your right or to your left, you don't move because if you move to the right or to the left, that they don't know what you, you know, the ones behind you, what are they going to do so they could, you know, that's dangerous. You don't, so you don't move no matter what's happening. You just hold, they call it holding your line. And I'll never forget because Bruce Jenner, when, when Bruce, <laughs> um, went, so here we are in the race. Okay. And I see he's in front of me and he goes into the wall and I'm thinking, oh, oh. Oh no, I guess I better stop and so that he can, you know, back out and get in front of me. And then I thought, what? No, <laughs> this is a race. I, I'm not supposed to do that. So I, you know, went around him. And uh, so my- how, much, how fast do you think you got going? Oh God, I, 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 I have no idea, but it was, it's fast. It's through the streets of Long Beach. I attended that race oh. one time and it, it's it really, really weird how it's all in the streets. Yeah, put up the grandstands and all that. Yeah, that was really, really something. That's um, scary. So I had, I'll never, my, my car was number seven. It was red. Uh, and it didn't, I ended up, it didn't have a scratch on it. I just wanted to live with my, I didn't care about winning. I just wanted to live and survive the race. So you know, <laughs> that was a, you didn't care if you won. <laughs> of course, right. you wanted to win. I won. Yeah. Uh, tell us. Oh, of course, but you know. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your feature <laughs> film career, because we know. I think there's a new one coming out in 2021. Well, you know, we'll see. You know, I'm in the middle of filming um, something now too, and. So we'll see what happens with that. But I, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, it's called Echo Boomers. So hopefully that will be out soon. That okay. looks fascinating. Yeah. I checked that out on IMDb. Yeah. And it really sounds like an interesting story. You and know? Then it was interesting today, because even today at work, uh, someone came to me and said, were you in this film called uh, Miss? I said, "Oh, Miss Meadows," and and he goes, "Yeah, I I saw you in that." Uh, and uh, so it's just it's it's been it's been fun. It's I I love doing other projects, and I'll I will take you know small. I like doing independence and and small things because it's it's fun to play you know another another role and. Um, because I played Esther for so long, so I like, you know, doing other things as well. Esther, for sure, is like your alter ego, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you have dreams that where you're Esther in the dream? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Esther's always in trouble, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love. We should tell everybody. I'll give them your handles at the end of the podcast but you're very active on social media you have really adapted beautifully to all of that so that i like when you do your live tweets when the show is running and they're running reruns 
Oh, people, yeah. That's and, the, yeah. and then the people can interact with you on Twitter. There was a, a show that, uh, in fact, they showed, I love that they're showing these, uh, you know, episodes from years ago. People really seem to like them. And they, I was in one today. I didn't get to see it because I was working. So, uh, yeah, that that's really, really, really fun and, and great. And Because I, it's so unusual on a soap opera to have... Um, reruns oh yeah no you never do you never have reruns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you find the time for all of this well you know mary if you, there, there's a saying that if you want something done you just ask the busiest person you know and that's basically uh basically it i think i just you know of course it's been a little crazy now with these crazy things going on but you know you just um, I just try to take one thing at a time and move to the next most pressing thing and take care of that and move to the next thing and, and never give up. <laughs> yeah. And is it true that you were also a flight attendant? Yeah. For United, I am. And you're still doing that too? Yeah. So that's kind of crazy right now too, as you can imagine. So... We'll see what happens with that. And uh, you're still flying now. I am. I haven't been flying in the last few months, and uh, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm still could still be flying. Yeah. What <laughs> route? Well, I I will take trips that usually that are close to home. So in case I have to do an appearance that night, I can still do it. So I, I'll do like a Denver turn. Uh, you know, Denver and back or something so that I could get home in time to, to maybe see, do this with you, you know, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. So and like, so unusual. That yeah. like sets you apart from the, from the rest of the stars. Right. And how do people react on the airplane when they see you? Oh, it's just been crazy. I mean, I've had so many stories. Um, and Actually, I found out uh, that I was getting a star on the plane because I had um, I had called. Well, it was during the week, and I usually would fly on the weekends. So, and I hadn't told anyone that I was leaving. So, I thought I better check my messages. So, I I checked my messages, and there was a message from Johnny Grant, who was the mayor of Hollywood, and he he's an incredible guy, and he he was. And it was, this is really early in the morning. I, I'm listening to him and I, I go, what are you saying? And he's saying, well, Kate, um, congratulations. And I'm thinking, why is he doing that? Well, and then I thought, well, we just won the Emmy. So I thought that's what he was calling to say that. And I said, oh, that's nice of him. And, he, and he's going, yeah, I'm, I'm calling to tell you that you, Kate Linder, uh, are receiving a star on the Walk of Fame. I, I could, I mean, I went, I could, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, in shock so i i'm we had stopped and there weren't any passengers on the airplane so then this other flight attendant came up to me and and she goes what what's going on because i started crying she goes what is going on and so i told her and then she says oh my gosh you got to go call people so she was trying to watch the cabin and because now all the passengers are getting on okay and then the the pilot the captain came out and he goes what is going on around here so, uh, so she told him. So after we took off, uh, he announced, he said, ladies and gentlemen, 
you know, your purser today is Kate Linder, and then he, he told the, the uh, passengers. So that's, the, they were the first people to know, and uh, it was, you know, I couldn't believe it. So that, that was, you know, happened uh, during flying, and then I've had just so many people, like, well, one day I was walking up and down the aisle in this, in this woman had a magazine open, and I could see it was like, a, it was a soap magazine. And so I, I kind of look at it. And so there was a whole thing about me. And then I'm looking and she didn't say anything. She, she was looking at me. She was looking at the magazine. She was looking. So I thought, well, I can't say anything. It doesn't sound like an idiot. So, you know, I just kept walking by. And so then I came back again and, and, uh, and she never said anything. So I, I said, okay. I said, oh, wow. Is that new? You know, I hadn't seen that. You know, can I see it? And she looked at me and she said, is that you? And I, she said, that's you? And I went, yeah. And she went, oh, my. she, you know, she couldn't believe it. And, um, <laughs> and could I. <laughs> well, they don't expect to see you on the airplane. No, I've had so many stories. I had this, this couple came on the airplane and the, the guy, the husband said to me, I'll pay you. Uh, well, first his wife said, oh my God, you're Kate Linda, you're Esther on Young and the Restless. And he said, he pulled me aside. He said, I'll pay you 50 bucks if you say it's not you. I go, what? He said, yeah, because she said that was you. I said, there's no way. So I bet her $100 that it wasn't you. I said, well, you're only paying me 50, so I'm telling. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And plus, you want her to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes her happy. That's a great story. Yeah, this really you know, neat stories and uh, meeting people and, you know, people, uh, it, it's just, it's been, because it's like doing a personal appearance on the airplane, you know, kind of deal. Yeah, it's one of your rare chances to get a live audience. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it was crazy because there was what, oh, there was, this is funny, there was this, um, this group from Turkey, because our, our uh, show is all over the world. Okay, so this, this, this group got on, and the guy says to me, um, you're my mother. And I said, you know what? I can't remember a lot of things, but I think I would remember that. So I don't think so. I think you're mistaken. He goes, no, 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 no. My mother does your voice uh, on the show in Turkey. So he said, my, his mother played does the voiceover, you know, and I went, wow. So anyway, when we're going from, um, uh, I think it was San Francisco to Las Vegas, or it was maybe it was Los Angeles, but yeah, Los Angeles to Las, uh, Las Vegas. And it was really, really turbulent, really turbulent. And so the captain, they wouldn't let us get up. We couldn't serve anything. So, we, you know, the poor people didn't get anything. So and these people were getting off and these people, one of them said to me, Esther, Bad, 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 because, because I didn't give him, her anything to drink, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Great. my gosh. Yeah. Just, I wish I'd been on one of those flights. That just, <laughs> yeah. not the turbulent one, though. Yeah, no, definitely not the turbulent one. <laughs> I bet you've seen so many scary things being a flight attendant all those years, right? Well, I hope, well I'm trying not to see. You know, hopefully they're yeah. not 
feel scary. Uh, Turbulence. Well, you're used yeah. to it. I like, I don't like. Yeah, I don't Kate, like, you could write a book. I know. I was. I was gonna, you know, write a book. Actually, or my husband was going to. We was supposed to write the book. So, but that didn't happen. That's not happening. But um, but you know, maybe someday. You know, you have a lot of material for yeah, sure. I have the title for it. I, I, oh, I title what is. is that? Do you want to tell us? Okay. Well, well no one would steal my title. I think. It was the, it was, um, my, my first line on the show was dinner is served. Oh, so, that's great. You know, I thought that would be a great title because, you know, it's something that no one ever heard at home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I guess I didn't know. Unfortunately, my husband passed away, so I don't, you know, so there's nobody hearing dinner is served, and they didn't hear it anyway. <laughs> so I thought that would be a good, that would be a good title. You know? How long were you guys married? Oh, gosh, oh, 40 years. Oh, 40 years. Oh, so great. Yeah. In Hollywood, you know? Yeah. Very yeah. nice. He was a good guy. Yeah. 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 So, I know. That's hard. It is hard. Is there anything else you would like to mention uh, to our listeners in case we've forgotten to ask you something that is kind of fun and interesting? Uh, Well, I, uh, like you said, I I do, uh, I'm on, you know, Twitter and Instagram and, and, and Facebook and I, I love, uh, you know, answering people, and um, so I, I do pay attention to that. So you go to www.katelinder.com, and it's all right there, just the Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can just click on it. it it's, it's all right there for you. And, um, and I've been doing these little Sunday, I don't know if you've seen them, these little Sunday messages uh, since, since this whole thing, you know, everyone's in been in quarantine and this just started COVID. And so I, um, I'm seeing those on Instagram. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. They're on, they're on Facebook too. They're on, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so I, um, and so I started doing them and, uh, they're just one minute long and just keeping in touch with everybody. And, and I've been numbering them. And so last week, last, so this Sunday will be, number 17 and i did it like at the end of the first week so that means we've been doing this for 18 weeks yes so i just was wow but you know what it's just i I think we have to still pay attention to what's going on because we you know we have to get through this so people need to wear masks and be careful and Stay away from people like we did on the set today and so that we can get through this and so that it will be over with at some point because I know it will be over with and uh, but but we have to help it along here so we, we got we got to do that you know I agree so much with you and so important about the masks and so crazy all the arguments about the masks it's just it's just for the safety of everyone you know well, I yeah. think yeah I well, think the more people like you that talk about it, the more people will listen. Well, no. it's, just, it's just, you know, I just think it's important. It, 
you know, it doesn't matter what, you know, what you, I don't, you know, it's like, like the war, when the war was like 9-11, when I was doing the USO tours and stuff, to me, it didn't matter whether you were for the war or against the war. I was just for those men and women that were there so that you and I, all of us could be here doing what we do. And so that's what I was doing. And I'm not, you know, it, it doesn't matter. And it's the same thing with, with this. I mean, unfortunately, we're, we are, we, this is, exists. And it doesn't matter whether it was one way or the other. I, I don't, it, the point is, is, is that it's here and we got to get rid of it. And that, that's, that's the whole point for me. Anyway. It's great advice, Kate. Yeah, thank you very much. And is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off? Well, I just so enjoyed talking to you guys and um, hopefully we'll get to do it again sometime. And uh, Yeah, for sure. We want sure. to thank you for so generously giving your time to us today. And you can follow her on Instagram. You can go to her website, like she said, but she's on Instagram at Kate Linder YR, which you know stands for Young and the Restless. And she's on Twitter at Kate Linder. So she always lets everyone know about her upcoming charity events and all the fun things happening on Young and the Restless. Like when they were doing the reruns, she was live, live feed on Twitter. I was following her on that. That was so fun because you you'd be on you'd have the show on TV and you'd yeah. look and somebody would put a comment and you'd say, and you'd say, Oh my gosh, Esther's so scared. Yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> and then people would comment. <laughs> it was just really sweet. Yeah, Cause you know, you never get to look back in time like that. It was really fun. No, you know, and that's why I hope people are taking advantage of seeing, you know, some of the older episodes, uh, because even if you haven't watched the show all these years, because you can sort of see where people have come from, where the characters have come from. In fact, one of the crew said to me today, oh my gosh, that I've been watching all these episodes. I didn't even know all this. And it's, it's wonderful, you know? And uh, so it's really, cool. really, and they don't ever do this. They never rerun ever. So it's neat. It's worth it. It's cool. Yeah. But yeah. we'll have new episodes soon. I don't know exactly when, but it's going to be. Yeah, that'll be great. A few weeks now will be. And you'll be tweeting about that, I'm sure, when it's yeah, coming out. I'll be going, hey, you got to watch. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. everybody follow her on that. Yeah. And we're coming now to the end of our Late Boomers podcast. Okay. And we thank you so much for participating. And we thank Kim and Sandra Yancey at eWomen Network for launching us and promoting our podcast. And keep in touch with us on our website, lateboomers.biz. And that's L-A-T-E-B-O-O-M-E-R-S dot biz. And... And please follow us on Instagram too, at yeah. Late Boomers, at Late Boomers. Don't put an L in there, except at the beginning, L-A-T-E-B-O-O-M-E-R-S. And on Twitter, at Boomers underscore Late. And we'll see you back here really soon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Late Boomers. 
the podcast that is your guide to creating a third act with style, power, and impact. Please visit our website and get in touch with us at lateboomers.biz. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Late Boomers, go to EWNpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here and that you enjoy a successful third act with your own style, power, and impact. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. E-Women Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.